You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I'm Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting from a little cold Atlanta, Georgia. Guess what? I am so excited that you've made a decision today to join me from all over the world. And I can truly say with all the faith that's on the inside of me, and I have a lot of that, that I believe that your life will never be the same again, that the Spirit of God has attracted you here, that what you're going to hear today will be just what you need to really help you to live your best life. Well, how are you doing? Uh, Can you believe it's the holidays already? We are right in the middle of a wonderful time of year. I want you to make a decision up front to really enjoy every moment, every event, every situation that you find yourself in during the holidays and be really grateful. You know, I had somebody ask me, she said, well, are you glad Thanksgiving is over? I said, no, I love Thanksgiving, had a great time with my family and uh, I'm grateful every day. And she just sort of looked at me. And so make a decision that you're not going to get into the collective consciousness of, oh, my God, it's rush, 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 or I have so much that I have to do, etc. But that you're making a decision. I'm going to really enjoy love, give love, share love during the holidays. Got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about um, how to access and activate your angels. I have a great guest here to speak to you, and uh, Mr. Keith Leon S. Can't leave the S off, and he's going to be sharing with us some powerful information. But before we get to the show, just a couple of things. Uh, make sure you follow me on social media. On Facebook, is Coach with Constance. And with um, <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> That's so funny. With Instagram is L-O-A Constance. And so for a second, I'm like, which one is it? But uh, I really want to emphasize my Facebook group because I have a special private group going on and it is a 30 day manifestation challenge and it really started on December the 1st, but you still can get in the group. It is a private exclusive group and it's really powerful. We've been having a wonderful time and I'm going to give you every day 30 things that you can do during the month of December to really manifest your intention. And so it's really awesome because we have like-minded people. We are exchanging ideas. We're getting clear about our intention. We're going to be working on vision boards, clearing the blocks, dealing with limiting beliefs etc. And so it's very interactive. It is private. So all you need to do is to do is go to Facebook, of course, and then coach with Constance and join uh, that manifest in 30 days challenge. It's lots of fun. You get a chance to really share your manifestations, your experiences. You're going to become a part of a law of attraction community. You know, so many people are trying to do it alone. That does not work. Read my lips. And so everybody check that out. It is an awesome group and I'm having so much fun. I'm going to also remind you about some of my coaching packages. All of you know, uh, one of the ladies who attended my last seminar, she was really marking me. She said, who says this? I have clients on five continents and she was really marking me. It was pretty funny, but it's the truth. 
So, you know, nobody makes it without coaching. You've heard me say before, it has been my coaching with James Powers and one of my mentors, Marsha Weeder, who got me really focused in on what I should be doing. And so today I really want to emphasize my one day VIP coaching intensive with me here in the ATL. Or if you live in another country, honey, we can do via Skype or Zoom. So it's going to work like this. We would really need to do a discovery call if you're really seriously interested in doing the inner work. So you're going to spend the entire day with me. I like to believe it's a life-changing day of one-on-one coaching and interaction here with me. If you come to Atlanta, we're going to do it at the Country Club. Uh, And if you're via Zoom or Skype, we're going to do it over the computer, but we're still going to have fun. You'll get a chance to tap into my 25 years of counseling. I always say a coach can take you in 20 minutes what it took her 20 years. Uh, You're going to have a really safe and confidential environment. So this is the way it's going to roll. I'm going to help you to get really clear about your intention. If you've been struggling all year and you thought you would have, could have, then you need to call me for a discovery call. Uh, We're going to deal with designing specific plans and strategies that are tailored for your lifestyle. I'm also going to give you specific tools, help you to develop those baby consistent uh, steps, and then identify any limiting beliefs. Y'all know what I do. And so if you're ready for change, If you're ready for next level living, if you're tired of doing it by yourself and year after year you end up in the same place, you've heard me say this before. It was when I made my financial, my emotional and my energetic investment in myself. I flew out to California and I'm like, I'm tired of this. You know, and I worked with a woman, Marsha Weeder, who had been there and done that. And so everything that I'm sharing with you is not theory. It's not book theory. It's my life. It's what I have lived and it is what I'm living. So if you feel like we are a match, uh, let's talk. You can email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. You can go on my website and take a look at exactly what that would look like working with me Um just the entire day. It's a very powerful experience. And of course, we would do pre-coaching. That means that I would get you to do an assessment and post. That means after us, we're gonna fo- I'm gonna follow up with you about your strategies, how are you doing, etc. And so it has to be a match because I'm pretty serious about what I do. So if you're ready for the commitment, ready to do the work, then you can email. If you're not interested uh, in the VIP coaching, check out my other coaching packages. Would love to work with you and partner with you to create the life of your dreams. You're not waiting on God. God has already done everything that he is going to do. God is waiting on you because he's given you free will to determine what do you want and then to really begin to align your thinking and your believing and then lastly, your action steps and strategies, I got that out, to manifest your dreams. Somebody said, I'm just waiting on God. I'm like, no. Quit lying on God. God's already done everything. So I'm excited about working with you. So check it out, everybody. I think that is it. Oh, also, make sure you go to the network and take a look at the Law of Attraction magazine. Jules does a powerful job with that. So many great articles and it's absolutely free. You can read and gain insight and revelation. Uh, You know, a lot of the... um, uh, presenters of the late of the people who write the articles, contributors, I got that out, <laughs> are, are really do a great job. And so they will really help you to really remember who you are and to remember what a powerful creator you are.
Well, I'm excited about uh, my upcoming guests, so why don't we go to these quick commercials, and then I'm going to be right back with my very special guests, and we're going to be talking about how you can begin to access and activate your guardian angel. Stay tuned. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. Well, everybody, I am back and really excited about my guests. You know, I believe that whoever God sends to the show, that is because of all of you out out there globally. And so today I want to give him a proper introduction. My very special guest is Mr. Keith Leon S. Uh, He is a multiple international best-selling author, a book publisher, and speaker who's well known as the book guy. We're going to talk to him about that. Uh, His his current book is Walking with My Angels, A True Story, with a foreword by one of my favorites, Jack Canfield. So Keith really has it going on. He has appeared on many popular radio and television shows. His work has been covered by Inc. Magazine, LA Weekly, The Huffington Post, uh, Success Magazine, just to name a few. And he has spoken at events that included Jack Canfield, Bob Proctor, Neil Donald Walsh, John Gray, Dr. Micah Beckwith, and Marianne Williamson. Uh, He is an accomplished singer and songwriter, and I can say yes to that. Uh, I heard him singing on YouTube. He's made music with Stevie Wonder, Ben Vereen, Nancy Wilson, uh, and so many more. And so today he's going to be teaching us about angels and uh, how to access our angels. And we're so blessed to have him on the show. It's all divine, folks. So Keith Leon S., welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Well, hello. Thank you so much for the invitation. Well, good. Well, I am so excited about uh, this show. So we're going to get right into it because I have at least 100 questions to ask you about (laughs) angels, Keith. So share with our listeners a little bit about your story around walking with angels. Mm. Mm. Well, it all started when I was a child (laughs) and uh, my parents divorced when I was two and My dad was gone, and my mom was manic depressive, mostly depressive, and in the bed, and not really available much to be a mother. So that kind of left me raising myself, and uh, this gift happened to me when I was about six years old, and uh, I started hearing this voice, and this voice was really uh, first just kind of talking to me and connecting with me and but then it started advising me and telling me things to do and pretty quickly I found that when I did what the voice told me everything went well and when I didn't not so much (laughs) and so I really developed this uh, friendship with what I uh, learned to be my guardian angel and uh, could literally hear my guardian angel's voice and that guardian angel really did end up being the mother I didn't have the father I didn't have, the advisor, you know, mentors I didn't have, and uh, kept me out of harm's way a lot uh, and, and literally saved my life a few times, uh, a number of times as a child. And uh, this voice kept me from getting molested around the corner from my house. Uh, just just so many incredible, incredible things happened through this uh, guardian angel voice that I could hear. 
Wow, that's so interesting. And I know uh, I, I jokingly said to you before I hit record, I said, um, you, I said, Keith, you just put all of your business out there in the street. And so in your book, you talked about the dark times and the difficult times that you went through. So how did your guardian angel assist you during those difficult and dark times? Mm. Well, there was kind of two periods of that. I think mm-hmm. that the early dark times were drinking and drugging in high school. And uh, and during that time, I had very selective hearing. Let's just say it that way. So so I'd hear the voice when it told me how to, you know, like not get arrested or things that served me. But I wasn't listening to the voice when it was saying, yeah, you should probably not drink that or, or put the pipe down, you know, so <laughs> uh, very selective. Uh, and then um, – in my early early 20s that was the real dark times then i was just like heavy heavy into drug use and and uh, but i got a job bartending at this bar and this is the the really incredible part of the book is um then when i was working at this bar day 1 uh, i met this really intriguing man very kind of didn't really talk very much, didn't say much, but when he did, people were leaning in, listening, you know, that kind of guy, mm. very intriguing. And so, uh, so I kind of got to know him. And as I got to know him, then I invited him to hang out after work. And he started kind of quizzing me about my belief system. And by, at that point was not very much. <laughs> I just, I had slowly faded away from everything, from spirit, from God, from, from believing in my angel, from everything. And, um, and so, uh, at one point he asked me for a, a ring that I had on. It was my, my stepfather had died with that ring on and he did what's called a life review by putting it in his hand, closing his eyes, told me everything about from the second I was born all the way to my stepfather died with that ring on when I was eight. And I could tell he saw that cause he shook and quaked and handed me the wow. ring back and said, I could have went my whole life without seeing that he said. And, um, and so he, I started thinking, well, well, wow, you know, there's no way that that guy could know all that about me. There was no Google back then when Mm -hmm. this happened, people. (laughs) And uh, so I started to believe in him. And uh, so he kept doing more things like predicting world events, telling me what my whole day was going to look like the next day. And everything that he said came true exactly the way that he said it. And so eventually, eventually he said again, do you trust me? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, then I have something to tell you. And that's when it gets really interesting (laughs) is uh, he told me that, uh, you know how you call people that do good deeds for you, um, earthbound angels? And I said, yeah. And he said, well, that's not really who we are. Mm. And I was like, we are? And he said, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Okay. How can I say this? Uh, Okay. So me and and a group you know a whole a large group of people where i was a an etheric angel so i was a spirit right and then i've come into a body and 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 we have come into a body and we are assigned to certain people and we are to befriend these people and get to know them and then we are to uh keep them from dying before their predetermined expiration date ultimately and uh and i'm like predetermined what now (laughs) 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 what and he's like yes uh there's a time that you're supposed to be here and beyond that there's you have a purpose that you're here for and it's a grand purpose i mean it's big and if you died before you were supposed to then it would have a not so great effect on the planet his words, not mine. It would have a not so great effect on the planet. So I'm thinking, oh yeah, no pressure. <laughs> right, <laughs> none. Talking about oh, what a great effect. So, uh, so he said his job was to take me from believing in nothing to believing in everything, and that during that time, at some point, uh, he would say he would reveal my life purpose to me, and he would save my life at one point. And then once he had saved my life, then I needed to let him go. Because then he would be assigned to someone else and he'd be have to go serve them. And so uh, so the book, my favorite part of the book is that time. Like, what did he have to do? What did he have to do to take me from believing in nothing to everything? Right? Wow. And what kind of miracles did he have to show me that I saw and and miracles have me do, right, to get me to – to believe because I was not in a place of belief. And so he was very, very patient, spent a year and a half with me, ultimately did 
do everything he said, did reveal my purpose, did save my life. And then I had to let him go. And that was probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. So, and so all of us have earthbound angels who are assigned to us to help us uh, live out our purpose on earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so it sounds like also, and to really, you said he taught you how to believe everything. So also probably to really teach us how to believe for possibilities that we never thought were possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Here's the cool thing is, you know, most people that, that suffer depression or are suicidal or any of, any of that and and drug addicted people I know from experience like feel alone right? right that's part of the thing is they feel alone even when family's around friends are around we could reach out at any time to them but we don't we don't feel that way so part of my message and what I want people to know is that you know we all have at least one guardian angel with us all the time and so right there we're never alone <laughs> ever right and so this guardian angel that's assigned to us only has two jobs. One, love you unconditionally. Two, get you to your predetermined expiration date because there's a time that you're supposed to be here until also. And so that's all they can do because we have free will. That's all they can do unless we invite them to do more. They're just supposed to protect us and love us and, and, and we have free will. So, so if we do say, hey, uh, guardian angel, I would, I'm inviting you to show yourself to me, right? Just let me know that you're there and make it be in ways that I'll know that it's you, right? And uh, I just want you to know I'm open to that. And if you whisper in my ear, that's great. If you show me in, a, in the words of a song, like however you want to show up that you know that I will know that it's you and that I'll believe it, uh, I'm inviting that. And and then you can end like like I like to say, and so it is. Amen. Right? I like. Yeah. Love, I, it's a prayer for me, but it's an invitation. You know, people call it an invocation, but I call it an invitation because we're inviting them to and uh, to show up in our lives. And once you've done that, it's kind of like the the old radio dial where you had to you know turn the dial left and right, and it was all static. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would turn it, and then and then finally you would get it tuned in and it sounded perfect and you'd back away and say, don't touch the dial. Right. But it was crystal clear once it came in, this kind of like what this is like, you know, once you make that invitation and you, you keep inviting and you keep looking, then you're going to start to see and tune into all the ways that they will show up for you and, and have been showing up for you all along. And you just hadn't noticed. So give me an example, Keith, of what that looked like in your life. Maybe one event, one situation where your angel came in to assist you, you invited your angel in, and then you walked that out uh, in success or in abundance or, or in expanded consciousness. Give us an example of what that looked like in your life. Well, so many ways, like like a subtle way would be uh, sat down and asked a question and then had to get up and went and got in the car. And then the first song that I heard was the an- was the answer to the question. Wow. Like the lyrics, the lyrics were so profoundly the answer to the question. And it was the first song when I turned on the radio. Right. And so it's like coincidence. I don't think so. <clears throat> um, I have uh, I did a book project called Who Do You Think You Are? Discover the Purpose of Your Life. And every day of that project, I sat down and asked a question, like, what is my next step? And then I didn't move until I got the answer. And I just, I waited. And one time I waited two weeks for an answer, but that answer changed my life forever. You know, it it was the answer of how to reach out to all these famous people I was going to invite to be in this book and interview them. And it told me how to ask in a way that made it so easy to say yes that they all did. So I ended up with with a huge international bestseller and on the other end of that project with the three mentors I always wanted my whole life. And all because the whole project, every day I put aside my plan, (laughs) my plan. You know, they say about God's plan and my plan, right? Uh, God's plan is better. So I put away my plan and then I would ask spirit God angels 
what is my next step? And then wait for the answer. And I did that the whole project. And, and the result was international bestseller and then on the largest stages in the world and the media and every, you know, the beginning of everything that you read at the very beginning in that bio all started when I started not getting out of my ego and my little mind and going to spirit, you know, and, and angels for the, for the answers. So who were the three mentors that you always wanted that you have now? Jack Canfield, Bob Proctor, and John Martini. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And so I wanted you to share that because I really wanted listeners to hear that because, you know, the Bible says God is no respecter of person. And mm. so we all can be quiet, sit still, and that's for our angels for our next step. I love that because mm-hmm. I'm big on teaching people how to baby step. So would it look like, Keith, the people just sit still and maybe they, they're they not working now and um, they would say, Angel, what is my next step? What would that look like, that process for them? Yeah, I, I call it sit, ask, and listen. Right. So, excuse me, there's a lot of us sitting, right, sitting and praying and meditating and whatever you call it. We're sitting down and we're asking a lot of people asking questions. But but when do we really take the time to listen for the answer that we asked the question about? Mm-hmm. And and so listen is the most important part of that. So uh, not everybody has two weeks to sit around like I did waiting for that one answer, right? Because I did not I I did not do anything but go to the restroom and eat eat my meals. Other than that, I was I was sitting in that same question, right? How will I reach these people? How will I reach these people? How should I reach these people? And uh, not everybody has that long. And so you can take the listen out into the world, the ask and listen part. So, so let's say you sit and you get clear. Oh, there's a question. I, 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 I've been looking for the answer to this question and I haven't been able to get it, access it with my mind. Right. So if I get the answer to this question, I'll know it came from a higher place, right? right. <laughs> came from spirit, spirit, God, angels, if it comes. So now I start asking that question. And as long as I can wait for it. And then, then if I have to get up and go out into the world, or if you have to get up, then just keep asking the question as you go out into the world. If you're driving in the car, just keep ask, asking the question. Just keep asking the question. And that brings focus and awareness to I'm willing to receive the answer because you keep asking the question. And then it usually drops in in the space between two breaths for me. You know, either it'll be the end of an exhale or you know, end of an inhale, uh, just boom, then it just drops in and I'll, I'll know something I didn't know before. Or maybe you'll just go ah and turn on the radio and it'll be the next song, like I said, but, but it will show up for you because your attention is there on receiving the answer. You know, it's good. You know, I can hear people saying, well, how do I know this? You know, is that my intuition or is that God or is that my angel? How would I know that what I hear is my angel? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like I'm calling it angels because I have I've had a lot of direct experience with angels, uh-huh. right? And that's what I wrote the book about. But you may call what I call angels. You may call it intuition. Mm-hmm. You may call it inner guidance system. You may call it spirit, God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, Jehovah. You know, like I love to say, it doesn't care what you call it as long as you call it. <laughs> Right. As long as you call it. So you'll know that it came from a higher place when it's when it's uh, the answer to a question that you haven't been able to access in your mind. I love that. You know, something just dropped in my mind, Keith, uh, in the Old Testament. um, Abraham told one of his son, go and find, told his servant, go and find Isaac, a wife. And so this servant prayed and said, I'm paraphrasing angels prosper my way and when he got to the city he was able to find probably the finest woman that was there and then took him back (laughs) to to, um to abraham's son so can angels prosper our way in business financially what would that look like for listeners absolutely uh well the beautiful thing about angels is there are when it comes to like archangels, and I don't know if you've heard of archangels, there are angels that are 
really, really good at certain things. Right? They are just like really good at certain things. And and so it, it's kind of a – it's a combination of A, these archangels – are great or even your your angel right if you invite your guardian angel they are able to guide you and shift you to things that will support you so if you ask them clearly here's here's what i'm looking for and and you know that our answers that we receive are based on the clarity of our question so the clearer the ask the better but not only can those angels support us and not only can you type in who are the archangels into google who are the archangels? And it'll come up with a list, and then you'll find the archangel that's great with abundance and money, or that's great with uh, relationships, or that's great, you know, that protector. Like uh, Archangel Michael is the it can protect you when you're going into a situation where you know there might be bad energy, right? You can say, Archangel Michael, wrap your wings of protection around me and let only positive positive energy come through your wings and the negative energy bounces off right and and so all of this work all of this work play i like to call it because I, I play with angels right mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't work with them i play with them but but for me it, it all comes down to people who are like well are the angels really doing it do they really exist and all that i i truly know without a shadow of a doubt that what Jesus said over and over and over and over and over again was it happens as you believe, Uh, right? As you believe it is done unto you. Pray believing that you have and you will receive. If you had the faith of a mustard seed, you could move a mountain, right? So he said over and over and over again, uh, it's as we believe. So if we believe angel is going to help us and we're going to get an answer, we get an answer, right? So that's why I, I say it doesn't care what what you call it, you know? So if you're, if you're going directly to God and get an answer, great. If you call, go to an angel and then angel goes to God and gets the answer and comes back to angel and gives it to you. Great. You know, if you, if you don't want to call it any of that, and you just say inner guidance system and you, and you're, and you access it, it's all the same thing with a different name, right? We're so all, true. So we're true. all created. We're all created in the image and likeness of the same thing. And I just don't, I don't believe that it gets hung up on what we call it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, in your book, you know, I have to ask you this question since you are on the law of attraction radio network, you talked about how the law of attraction helped, helped you find your wife. Yeah. So, uh, share with listeners about that. Cause I have a lot of listeners. Did angels help you in that process? What did that look like? Oh, well, that whole, that, that was a, my, the first book we wrote together called the seven steps to successful relationships is mm-hmm. all about that. So we used the law of attraction before it was, they were even calling it that <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't even a thing yet. I mean, it was with, with a few people who were privy to all the laws of the universe. They knew right. about laws of it, but it wasn't till the secret people weren't even privy to law of attraction, but this is long before the secret. Um, I had my first wife, which you'll read about in the book I call my practice wife. Uh, <laughs> I was with her for 13 and a half years. And matter of fact, my angel told me when I was a child that I would be that uh, she would be my wife. Didn't say we'll be your wife forever, said we'll be your wife. So she was great. And then that that played out. Right. So then I healed from that because she was I was with her from very young. And uh, when we broke up, I was just devastated, you know? And uh, so I took time to heal from that. And then uh, a good friend of mine watched me when I got back out into the dating world, he watched me floundering. <laughs> you know, it was just, I was attracting the same woman over and over again. Mm-hmm. I like to call her deer in headlights because, <laughs> because anytime it got real, like got real, they would go freak out and run away every time. So I was complaining to him about that. And my my dear friend who I'm talking about, his mom was a really well-known spiritual leader. And uh, so he looked at me and said, well, you don't know what you want. So, of course, you're going to keep attracting women that don't know what they want. I said, what are you talking about? His name was Rudy. What are you talking about, Rudy? What are you talking about? Right? And he said, uh, <laughs> he said, well, you have to be clear with the universe. Like, if you're not clear, then you're just going to attract not clear. And he said, so here's what I want you to do tonight. Go home and make a list of all the qualities, everything. And if you want to list physical qualities, that's fine because you, you're going to want to be clear that she's the one, right? Because I know you just came out of that divorce and you're not just going to jump into anything, right? So go home and make the list and then come back and show it to me tomorrow. So I did. I went and made a list, very specific, 
like very specific of what I would love to to have in my next mate. Came back, showed it to him, and he said, "Ah, oh, I think you forgot a few things. You know, tweak it, add this. Like you might want to add is single. You know, you don't want to meet your <laughs> your perfect mate and she's married. Absolutely, uh, <laughs> right? And and all these kind of little things I missed. So I read made the list, and then he said, "Yeah, that's it. So go home now, pray on it." And know that, and then put it away, and know that you know God's got you, and that it that is, that is happening. It's the law of attraction. You're going to attract that. So I went home and I read the list. But what I realized was, if it's attraction, then I need to be those qualities myself. I need to be everything I wrote on the list. And that's a piece most people don't think of. Them. They make a list and then they wonder, like, I made the list and it never worked for me, Keith. It's like, mm, yeah, but did you become the list? Wait a minute. What do you mean become the list? <laughs> so when I looked at the list at the time, there was a few things on the list that I was asking for that I could not say that I was 100% myself that thing. And so I went to work on those things that were I was an integrity asking for. And when I became those things, then I was able to put away the list and I knew that I would meet her. And so I went into my into my life. I, I knew I was going to meet her at Agape Spiritual Center in Culver mm-hmm. City, Reverend Michael Beckwith Church. So I started going to both services every Sunday because I didn't want to sleep in. Because you were looking for your woman. <laughs> I, I didn't want to sleep in and miss another three months with her So uh, because cause I slept in for an early service or something. So, so yeah, I, I uh, started going to both services. And then one of the things I wrote on my list was that her room – Uh, Her, uh, sorry, her light would enter the room before she did. Mm. And so one day I was sitting there talking to this gentleman and I looked to my left and this like literally light walked into the room and then she walked in behind it. And then I was looking at her and it was like I had made a list and (laughs) I'm sure you read this part. I I mean, I was very clear. I was like long brown hair, big nose, big booty. Like I was specific, (laughs) right? And she walked in and I was like, whoa, because it it was everything I wrote walking in the room, including the light. And so I knew it was her. And uh, that's powerful. You know, and I wanted you to share that uh, because uh, I love the the principle where you said you had to become because you attract who you are, not what you want. Yes. Oh, so true. And and here's the thing, like if you look at couples that have been together for 50 plus years, right? On the surface, they seem like that opposite to track thing, right? <laughs> it's right. just like on the surface, it's just like, oh, wow, it's like oil and water. I don't know how they you know, even get along, you know? But if you interview those people, and I did, for years I interviewed people about a lot of things and got, I just needed answers. So when you interview people that have been together for 50 plus years, the qualities of who they are, is the same. It's a match. So no matter like that surface opposites attract stuff, that's just all surface stuff. The qualities though are always a match in people that, that last for years and years. And because of those qualities are a match, then that usually means they also end up being willing to do the work (laughs) that it takes to keep a relationship fresh and alive and, and, you know, great communication and all those pieces. Yeah. So, so what about listeners who might be struggling with drama, a drug addiction, uh, depression? How can inviting and accessing uh, their angels help them? Mm. Well, I can really only speak for myself uh, with that one and hope that it helps someone else. Um, first piece I spoke to already is knowing that you're never alone and and kind of spinning that all the time in your head. I'm never alone. I'm never alone. I'm never alone. Because when we're in that dark place and we're in that depression, that's the last time we're thinking, I'm never alone, yeah. right? We're feeling like we're alone. Mm-hmm. And so if we've done the, the work ahead of time of spinning that in our head all the time or putting it up on the wall or, you know, whatever we got to do to get it driven into subconscious mind, right? I'm never alone. I'm never alone. I'm never alone. Uh, then when sometimes when we get to the dark point, then we might remember that, you know, and we might go, yeah, right. <laughs> but at least we had the thought and, and it, and it created a spark. Um, another thing, uh, when we get to that place of darkness is that that's the time when we want to reach out the least but it is the time to reach out to anyone 
even a stranger. Because as much as the news and would love to uh, tell us that we're different, and the media would love to tell us that we're different, and they'd love to pit us against each other and all the wonderful ways that they do that. Here's what I know. When you're in crisis, when you're in crisis, people will step up for you. Strangers yeah. will step up for you. Like, how many times have you seen, like, a car accident, and everybody stops, jumps out. They're on their phones. They're calling. One's calling the ambulance. Another's calling the police. Another one's, con- three are consoling the person. Are you okay? Are you okay? Lay down. Sit down. Right? Those are, they don't, they don't know that person. And look, boom, they instantly jumped into action. Right. For their brothers and their sisters, because there's that part of us that knows that we're we're all brothers and sisters. We're all family. There's one family. Right. And that part jumps in. So you could go up to just about anybody and say, I'm feeling suicidal right now. I'm feeling I'm freaking out, you know, and 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 people will show up for you even if they don't know you. So surely your family will if you reach out to so them. So true. So true. What else can you share with listeners about how they can access their angels? It looks like you have a practice of sitting still. So uh, we know that sitting still and inviting the angel, our angels in is one way. Is there anything else or, or any other practice or principles that listeners can uh, can use? Mm, well, I mean, prayer all day long, mm-hmm, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Just being a walking, talking prayer uh, helps. Uh, I created, uh, actually created an angel card deck that uh, I, I love those, and I've I had them for years uh, and, and always just dreamed of having having a deck. But uh, when you get like a, uh, an angel deck like, like that I created and you shuffle those and you kind of put your energy into it, it, it creates a... a this cool thing where you can pull one for the day and every time that one will be exactly what you need to hear, right? You'll just be attracted to the right card. So there are, there are things, external things like that, that you can use. Um, I'm constantly surrounding myself with um, positive music that tells me what I want to hear. And so that's why I've been making music for like, I've done three CDs of what I need to hear. Right. To keep yeah. me on on course, to keep me in tune, to keep me praying, to keep me looking for angels, keep me <laughs> like all that music was was selfishly for me. But then I also put it out to the world and everybody was like, I feel like that song was written exactly for me. This keeps me going. So, you know, surrounding yourself with positive music. Right. I don't watch the news uh, because it's it's so much negative energy coming at me and all the things I talked about, you know, uh, telling us the ways that we're not perfect. You know, that's that's all that's happening there. So I just stay away from it. I avoid it. And I just keep my focus on what I would love to have and attract in my life. And more importantly, I mind my words because, mm-hmm. again, what Jesus said right, is not only what we believe, but what we say that comes true. But only every time. And if you kept a journal and kept track of every word that you said during the day, you would go back a year later and every one of those things would have come true. So so be careful what we say right? and put our focus on because it's going to come true. Um, but. But angel related, you know, I just sit, ask and listen works. And because when you're really putting a focus on seeing and and creating the answer, you you will. Well, you know, the number one question I get, Keith, is to how can I make more money? How can I become rich? How can I become wealthy? Mm. What what would you say to listeners around those questions? And what role do angels play with prosperity and abundance? Mm. Well, you can ask the angels for support with it. But what I would highly suggest is to sit down and make a list of all the things that you feel that that money will bring you. Mm-hmm. So what is it? If you, if you woke up and you were Oprah rich tomorrow and you already went on every trip and you already bought you know your family everything you always wanted to provide for them and you always did all the spending stuff and then you still had Oprah money, right? Oprah then, money, that is so fun. I hadn't heard that. Right? I'm going to use that. <laughs> you, see, you got that kind of money already. Like, So what do, you, what do you feel like that type of money would provide you? Is it more time with your family? Write that down. 
Uh, I remember when I when I first did this, and I thought if I was rich, I would have seven green towels, right? Because I would never have to use the same towel twice, <laughs> right? I would feel like I was rich if I had seven green towels. So I have more time with my family, seven green towels, right? And I'd have more time to play and do fun things that I love to do instead of work all the time. So that's just an example of three things, right? So so you write down all what you think money will provide for you. And then after you've done with that list and you say, okay, yeah, that's it. Now you look at the list and you say, um, when will I do these things? So I realized, wait a minute, I can buy seven green towels. If I can't buy them right now, I could buy one a week. In seven weeks, I'll have seven green towels. So let me put that on my – let me calendar that in. Okay. More time with my family. Hmm. Well, that's really a choice, isn't it? Um, I need to schedule time with my family. So I do it now. Um, fun things that I – because I work so much. Let me schedule some – let me go to the movie. Let me go to the beach. Put my feet in the sand and go for a walk on the beach and put all that in your schedule and start doing the things that you feel that money would provide you. Now, start doing it now. And what will happen is then you become an, the energy vibration of money. So just, wow. to back, to, just to back up, right? If you feel like you need money, now you're needy. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're in a relationship with someone and they're needy, Constance, what do you want to do? Run away. Run away. <laughs> exactly. As quickly as you can, right? So that's how money is with us when we think we need it. But if we become a energetic vibrational match to it, right? Doing all the things that we feel that we it would provide now already, then money goes, ooh, ooh, I feel comfortable around this person because they're not needy and they're already doing what they love. They're already in a vibration of feeling abundant and feeling like they're provided for because they're doing these things, right? So then you become an energetic match and then then law of attraction, right? Law of attraction radio, right? That's what we're talking about. Then you become you attract that money to you as opposed to scaring it away because you feel like you need it. I love that word energetic match. You know, and I tell women, I say, honey, never, never marry potential, marry what is. Mm. And, um, because, uh, if you marry potential, if you know what I mean, if you, if you marry potential, then, you may be disappointed, but if you marry someone that already is meditating, yeah. already is praying, already yeah. is believing, you know, that's that's a big difference. You mentioned journal. And I as I was researching you, I, I think I heard you say when you're sitting in stillness, make sure you have your journals there because your angel may speak to you. You need to make sure you write that catch down. It. Expound on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, catch it. Catch it. Um, just just have that with you. And then also I, I have a um, what I call a first instinct journal. I love okay. to teach people about that. You know, your first instinct, your inner guidance system, like always knows the answer to every question. And when you ask a question, you get the first instinct and then you do it and it always goes right. It's just 100% accurate, right? It's that darn second, third, fourth, fifth <laughs> answer, that, right? We start going back and forth in the tug of war, and we do that so many times we can't remember what the first instinct was. So I love to say when you, you ask a question and then the first thing that comes to you, write it down. And if you write first instinct journal on that particular journal and make a commitment to yourself that anything in that I write down and answer in this journal is what I'm doing. No matter how many times my monkey mind goes back and forth and tries to talk me out of it, if it's in this journal, it was first, and I'm doing that, period. And you make that commitment, uh, your whole life will change right there. So because, true. Because that first instinct's always right, because that comes from source. It comes from God. It comes from spirit. It comes from angels. It comes from, you know, this part of us that already has the answer to every question before we even asked it, right? Um, how can... How can I put this? Uh, we're we can all agree that everything is energy, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is energy. So there's this 
energy that was happening and then we were that energy and then we were it was like all light all the time and all good all the time and you know heaven right and we did that for like millions and millions and millions of years then we got bored and we're like oh you know what i want to go down and and i want to form my energy into a bodies and i want to i want to be in a body and i want to experience like other things and all good all the time (laughs) i want to i want to experience love hate anger war bliss joy you know i want all different flavors of feelings right and so i'm going to drop into this body and then i'm going to be i'm going to make it really interesting and forget everything right? and so i need to i need to remember while i'm in that body that uh, that love is the answer to every question you know that that there is and so so just because we decided to take that energy and form it into this thing we call a body does not mean that we don't have direct access to the energy that we were before, to the energy that created us, to we are made in its image and likeness. We are made of it. We literally are that stuff. And so we can directly access spirit, God, angel, answer, right? We can directly access it. However, we can access it, but we don't always hear it because we're not listening. So that's the sit, ask, and listen piece again, right? So we, we know the answer to every question before we ask it. We know what to say before we open our mouth to speak. You know, we, we already know that, and we just have forgotten. So true. You know, you sound and you are so energetic, so passionate, so I feel your vibration all the way here in the ATL, as I say, because because you're living this. It's not just a book. And so what would you say to listeners who might say, well, Keith and Constance, I've tried that. I've tried meditation and prayer and and tried to work the law of attraction, but, but nothing is working for me. What would you say to that person? Hmm. Go within, go within, go within, go within, go within, go within. <laughs> it's time to sit and and just breathe and uh, and turn the mind off and let let it come to you. You know, you may you may may have been trying to go to it instead of letting I it come that. to you. You know that that's one thing, and uh, and um, start start doing service. Start going out and finding ways to be in service to others because there's there's a real beauty in that. And the more that you're there for other people, uh, the more because of its attraction, then people start to show up and be there for you without you having to ask for anything. It's just a, it's just a big giant mirror out there. And, uh, and another thing, if you haven't in your conscious mind been able to access anything, you can – uh, have that journal next to the bed that we talked about just a few minutes ago. And you can, before you go to sleep, say, uh, hey, dear angels, spirit, God, universe, guardian angel, uh, anyone that's hearing my voice right now that has my best interest in mind, <laughs> let, let's just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you that I would love the answer to. And uh, so here is the question. And then ask the question. And then I would love it if you would give me the answer to that question in the form of a dream mm-hmm. while I'm sleeping. And uh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you in advance for giving me the answer to that question. And um, and then you can sign off however you like to say in Jesus' name or this I pray, you know, amen. Um, and then right after you wrap up that ask, that prayer – you say, I will remember my dreams, I'll remember my dreams, I'll remember my dreams, I'll remember my dreams at least 50 times. I'll remember my dreams. Because when I got this process, I wasn't remembering my dreams. But something about saying, I'll remember my dreams, uh, I just did it until I fell asleep. I just kept saying it. Uh, and so what will happen is you will wake up with answers to that question, be it in the middle of the night or the morning when you wake up. And so whatever you received in your dream, you know, write that down the second you wake up because as soon as somebody says, good morning, it's gone, right? <laughs> so, so you write it down immediately. And so either the answer will be so clear in the dream or maybe you'll have one of those dreams that you're just like, this don't make no sense. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're like, that don't make no sense to me. But if that happens, then take it and show somebody else. 
hey, I asked this question, I had this dream, and then you re- you tell them, you know, and, and then they will go, oh, oh, well, clearly that means that this, this, this. Because when we get those weird ones, sometimes it's like our uh, we're not able to see the answer in it because we have our story, we have our drama, and other people don't have that. And so it's easier for, for others to interpret a, a dream that seems whack to us is <laughs> clear yeah. to them. Is clear to them. But that process right there is one of the processes I used during that Who Do You Think You Are book project uh, when I interviewed uh, John Kehoe, who wrote Mind Power into the 21st oh, Century. He's so good. Yeah, and he was like, you know, hey, man, you're manifesting at warp speed. You're doing great. And wow, do you, would you like to do that in your sleep? And I said, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah, that way 24 seven, you'll be downloading. And so he, so he gave me that process and, and I was like, thank you, John. And, and I mean, he didn't even say, and make sure you give me credit if you ever show it with, you know what I mean? Teach it to anybody else. But I do, <laughs> uh, that came from him. It was a gift from him and uh, boy, has it served me and so, so many people since. So speaking of gifts, uh, tell us, tell listeners about your workshop on how to make direct contact with your angels. And I'm going to say, if you're in Atlanta, I'm certainly coming, Keith. You better look for me. (laughs) Are you still doing those? And and then what's your contact information and how can people get your book? Okay, great. Yeah, well, I'm out there on the road. So if you want to get like tour information, we got to... Uh, update that but it, it's we've got a bunch of things booked uh, tour information can be found at beyond belief publishing beyond belief publishing.com and uh, everything about this project really is on that site including tour dates and uh, but to get the book and this is really really cool uh, what, I, what I've done is you, you go to walking with my angels book com. So it's the name of the book and then the word book after, right? Mm-hmm. Walking with my angels book.com. And that takes you to a website where you can click a button and go off to Amazon and get the book how you would have anyway, right? So either soft cover or Kindle or audiobook. And then you come back with the order number and you put in your name, email address, and order number, and you will receive over sixteen hundred dollars in free gifts from me and from some people that you will know and, and some very dear friends of mine. So uh, so you're going to get uh, meditation tracks. You're going to get a, a video where I teach you to put into practice things that you've learned. You're going to get some uh, programs. You're going to get a, a movie. You're going to get uh, all things that are going to support you in putting into practice into your everyday life the things that you read about in the book. So I didn't want you to just get the book and then, and then now what, right? So, so you, you get this, this book for, I don't know, depending on which one you get from 10 to $25, right? And then you get over $1,600 worth of support products as my gift to you by going to walkingwithmyangelsbook.com and getting it there instead of straight from Amazon. Now, that tells me you're coming from a vibration of abundance and generosity. Yes. And, and that's why you're continuously continuously successful. You know, I just want to thank you for your work and for this wonderful book and what you're doing in the world. And uh, it has been an honor for me to interview you today. Mm, thank you so much. It's, it's my pleasure to be here. And... Um, for everyone listening, I just would love to leave you with one thought, and that's okay. you you make a difference. You make a difference in this world. It would not be the same without you. People think that we we know this. They think that we know that we're touching their lives, and so they forget to tell us. They just think we know it. But every hug, every hello, a smile and a hello to somebody may have saved a life. And you would never know that because you didn't know that that when you said hello, they were like, oh, someone actually sees me. Wait, wait, if they saw me, maybe others see me. Maybe my family would miss me when I wasn't here. And they talked themselves on the way home out of taking their life that day, all because you said hello. You would never know that. So for everyone who has um, forgotten to tell you that you make a difference for them, I want to uh, tell you you make a difference on this planet. This would not, this world would not be the same without you. So thank you for being the gift of you. Oh, wow. That's so powerful. And everybody, I want you to listen to this over and over again. And this week, 
uh, make a decision that you're going to invite your angel in access uh, your guardian angel every day and uh, as I say every week you may not know it but you are surrounded by a loving supporting giving spirit and I want you to email me at concerts at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and let me know how this show has changed your life everybody thank you so much and remember God loves you intensely make it a great week Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.